I'm coming in hot. Back in here on After Hours. We'll get to the out of left field question here in just a second. Again, the question is, if you were an action figure, what would the one accessory you would come with be? 913-586-7610 is the text line. JT and Dusty Likens with you here all evening. Somebody just texted and said, don't be a lazy mf'er," And I have no idea what that means. I'm just so confused by that text. Is it because of your robe? Like, what is it? I don't know. I didn't think the robe was going to have that much effect. The Chiefs offense didn't play well, and if they did, that Broncos game could have been a blowout. I mean, it was 16 to nothing for three and a half quarters. That game was really, 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 really not close. Really not close. Did you ever feel at any moment in that game like, oh, man, I'm so worried Denver's going to come back and win? No. No. I was just worried the Chiefs weren't going to cover. I was I was just like, man, I wish we would have scored a touchdown here or there in the red zone. That's about it. I was critiquing how the offense looked, but I was never worried about the game. Somebody says, Dusty, I want a hot dog with no hot dog. Again, I don't know, man. It's Friday night. It's it's werewolf after hours. JT, let's get into the out of left field question. You know when you hear Green Onions by Booker T and the gang? That you got to start chiming in with what your question answer would be. 913-586-7610 is the out of left field question. If you were an action figure, what would your number one accessory be? JT, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I, I honestly want you to start. Okay. The easy answer is a cell phone. Just because I think I'm always on it. I'm always on Instagram reels. I'm texting. I'm on Twitter. But I think if I had to have an accessory, I think my accessory would probably just be a microphone. Fits the personality. You could just call it a shock jock, and it comes with just like a little microphone in a stand. Because you don't know if this daddy's going to be karaoke You don't know if I'm going to be doing sports takes. You don't know if I'm doing a man on the street bit. And you could put me wherever you want to put me with that microphone and just be like, this is what you're going to do. 913-586-7610. If you were an action figure, what would your number one accessory be? So I guess I was I was thinking of more like a weapon or something, mm. but you're dangerous. I'm dangerous, but I've actually gone to the other side after listening to you, mm. and I'm going with a way out of left field, pretty much. Not many people know this besides my family and close relatives, but I'm a huge, huge sweet tea guy. Ew. I, and it has to be southern sweet tea. It's got to be like, oh, it's got to have that sugar. Gross. And so I think my accessory has to be a sweet tea. Uh, I don't leave the house without a cup of sweet tea in my hand almost. Mm. And if I don't have a sweet tea, I actually go to Quick Trip to get me a Coca-Cola Freezy. But mm. sweet tea, I think it would be my accessory. So as much as I hate being called a Southern boy, I guess sweet tea is very Southern yeah. of me. So there you go. You got that. You got that sugar tooth on you. Oh, yeah. It, and it, it's so crazy. I really didn't like sweet tea until after my weight loss surgery. Mm. And after that, That's I've been, ironic. I, I know, right? <laughs> Craziest thing. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Um, yeah. 
Somebody from the 417 said condoms. I guess they get laid a lot. Well, that's they, what they think they do. I don't know, man, if that's your accessory. My stepmom said hers would be a syringe. She's a vet tech, so she could just always be around, you know, just sticking people. Because I saw a syringe. I'm like, what are you trying to say here? Like, are you, are you okay? But just to fix sick animals is where she went with that. Somebody from the 913 said a jetpack. 913 also says a gun. I think, my, I think my middle brother would probably say his tool belt because he's a huge handyman. Mm. And he's up in actually Iowa working now with the union. And my other brother would say his, his duck, one of his ducks. You got to have a duck with him. A duck? A duck. Don't tell me you haven't heard this either. Like everyone, I swear I've told everyone, but he shows ducks. <laughs> You're staring at me like... I, just, so I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> I swear I've told everyone, Dusty. He, it's like 4-H. Have you ever heard of 4-H? No. Okay, well, it's like, it's like, um, oh God, I'm so bad at this, but he shows off you his told ducks. told everyone, how are you bad about this? Like, I'm so bad at telling like what 4-H is. Like, but he shows off his ducks. Like, he was up in Colorado last like week. A live duck? Yeah, they're live. We have, like, we have a couple of them in Raymore. As in, as in a couple, I mean, like, 15. In the middle of the city. Ducks. Ducks. Like, not pets, just ducks. Well, they're, they're pet ducks, he says. 15? 15. I don't understand that. He's made some money off of it, too. Craziest thing. What's his business called? I don't give a duck. It should be. Um, Ducket? I, I don't know what his business is called. Two tears in a bucket, Mother Ducket? Something about a duck? Nothing but a duck. <laughs> Out of luck, buy a duck? Somebody says there's to be a slice of pizza. My buddy Jeff says that one of my accessories should be a bottle of bourbon. That'd be tight, but I feel like that's the John Wick way, because John Wick is the reason Blanton's is so hard to find. Because John Wick had to, somebody had to kill John Wick's dog, and then he had to go out there and start carrying Blantons with him. But I would, if, if I had an accessory and it was a bottle of bourbon, it'd be a bottle of Eagle Rare. Because you could knock somebody the, the damn out with one of those things. Great bourbon, Eagle Rare. Uh, someone from the 913 says, my Shih Tzu. Props to you on proper spelling. Uh, someone from the 913, Crab Rangoon. I do like a goon. Oh, those are so good. Are they better than the egg roll? Yes. Okay. Do you dip it in sweet and sour sauce? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yep. Also, I get really like, um, I get kind of weird with crab rangoon because I, did you know that there's a trick to eat it? No, I just eat it. So you're supposed to open it up and then you break off the crispy pieces and dip it in the middle where all the cream cheese is. And then you dip that into the sweet and sour, and you have, like, five points that you've dipped and dipped and ate, and then you have the middle sog pit, and you fold it up and then smash it like it's a wonton at the end. Never knew that, did you? No. Did you also know that sushi is a finger food? I would think so. I I use my fingers. Yeah, I pick it up, place it in the soy sauce. uh, uh, What's that green stuff called? Wasabi? Yeah. I go, like, I put a lot of wasabi in my soy sauce, and I pick that... Uh, that little circular goodness up of sushi, dip it in the soy sauce, and then just mouth that thing. I cannot stand wasabi. Oh, man. Well, it's not really wasabi here. It's basically just like horseradish. Okay, still can't stand mm, it. God, I bought extra last night at Hy-Vee. I got Hy-Vee sushi last night. Love it. 
I don't know why I do it to myself, but I love it. Um, a pack of rolling papers. Okay. Somebody says from the 785, have you ever had an Arnold Palmer if you like sweet tea? I drink Arnold Palmer's religiously, uh, but I use regular tea. I hate sweet tea. Sweet tea tastes like the coating of an Advil. Okay. Wow. That's mm-hmm. rude. I, I think regular tea without sugar is called dirt water. Mm. And honestly, I do not drink Arnold Palmer's. Um, That's a tough one to say. Arnold Palmer. Yeah, I know. Can um, you say it three times fast? No, I can't. Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer. Ar- Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer, yeah. Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Can you say it reverse? Palmer, Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer, Arnold? <laughs> I'm not even going to okay. try. But uh, my favorite lemonade is from Raising Cane's. And I used to work at Chick-fil-A, so there's that. Favorite lemonade? Yep, favorite lemonade. I don't like Chick-fil-A's lemonade because it has uh, pubes in it. Yeah, I, I I couldn't stand it. I don't like anything that's got pubes in it. Um, like orange juice, my buddy used to drink extra pubes. Not a fan of it. You mean pulp? Yeah. Okay. But pulp is just the pube of a fruit. Oh, gotcha. That's okay. why I don't eat uh, coconut. Oh, I hate coconut. I feel like coconut's just somebody's pubes that you're eating. Cannot stand coconut. Hmm. Like an Almond Joy or a, uh, what's the other one? Mounds, worst candy bars in the world. Somebody says their uh, accessory, if they were an action figure from the 816, would be kryptonite, of course. (laughs) From the 913, they said a jewel. They like to suck that nicotine down. Do you, what do you think will be more frowned upon in the next five years? Vapes or energy drinks? Vapes. Really? Yeah. You think vapes are worse than cigarettes? I, I don't know. I don't do any. So yeah, but I mean, like you see people vaping all the time. Yeah, I just I think it's a battery, right? And I just I think energy drinks are quote unquote I would say better than. But are they joining or vaping? Some, some of these are like there's like forty three grams of sugar in a monster. That's like two and a half your you know that's two and a half days of like your total sugar count. That's true, but aren't there now energy drinks with, like, zero sugar and That's stuff? That's what they tell you. Okay. I don't know. I don't drink any of it. Hmm, I My- don't drink any drink. The worst thing I probably consume is is coffee. But well, I your use wine. The- yeah, wine. Yeah, there's a lot of sugar in wine. But, you know, if pregnant women can have a glass of red wine a night while pregnant, then I'm okay. I think it's okay. Because I swear to God, my buddy gave uh, my best friend's wife a glass of red wine. Because it is, it's not really super, like, you, it's not, you don't do it every night. But occasionally a glass of red wine while pregnant, I think, is okay, from what the doctors have said. She had a glass. I sh- kid you not, almost did it. I kid you not, uh, she went to labor two and a half hours later. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Somebody said uh, their accessory would be Thor's hammer. Somebody from the 417 says, does your brother have an Aflac duck? Yep, there's a couple white ones out really? there. Yeah. Uh, he also has one named after me, and not to, like, high praise my name, but it's one, like, grand champion, which is the highest thing in the, the yeah, showings. Yeah, like, winning grand champion as a duck has got to be like winning bingo in first grade. I mean, it wins him money. That's fair. You get tokens in first grade, and you can buy your team a recess. Extra minutes, five more. <laughs> My accessory would be the Green Rangers Dragon Dagger, R.I.P. Jason David Frank. No doubt. He would play that little tune, and that dragon would come out of the water. You're, what is that? Uh, you never watched. I guess it's way past your time. Uh, what were you born in, 2002? 2000. Yeah. Um, so uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, 
There was a Green Ranger. Uh, he was bad, then he was good. Um, and, uh, yeah, he had a little sword, and he turned it sideways, and he'd play a little tune, and his dragon would come out of the water. 9-1, uh, let's see, eight one six Earthquake Cocktail is from Prohibition-era Europe. You should try it. Uh, somebody from the 816 says Croquet Hook. Hmm. I do like the accessory of the dagger. That's just if you got a dragon, though. 913-586-7610. Out of left field question. If you were an action figure, what would be your number one accessory? And you said yours would be a duck. I know. My brother's sweet would tea. be. He I sweet tea. Sweet tea. Just a 32-ounce big Q sweet tea. Yeah, give it to me. You're one of those guys. Don't talk to me until I've had my sweet tea. <laughs> no, I'm not like that. A but. lot of sweet tea drinkers um, will say McDonald's has the best sweet tea. See, I'm not a... I used to like McDonald's sweet tea, and then they changed it. And so I just make my own, and I like it. Fair enough. Saves me money, too. Condoms would be their accessory. Interesting. I am Dusty Likens. That's JT. On the other side, I want to play to you what we prep for when it comes to this Chiefs game. What's the more impressive stat? There's a bunch of them, but some are just more egregious than others. That was the out of left field question. 913-586-7610. We have 45 minutes left of a werewolf after hour Friday night. Let's get after it. This is 610 Sports Radio. Straight to the top. Never going down. Don't wait for the drop. Never stand still. That's the motto. Yeah. Brand new bands for the auto. To the ground, full throttle, big energy for the night, like lotto. Damn, y'all talk lots, never disquiet. Life like a Seinfeld plot. Mm. Ball full of songs, all of them bombs. Something like a minefield guy. Boom. Get it, get it, tickets running out quick. Bet it, bet it, never get it out big. Said it, said it, never had a shout it. They said I couldn't. This show always seems to get faster and faster every single day that we do this. Obviously, my schedule is a little bit uh a little bit more hectic than it was in the summer now that the Royals don't play anymore. Um but uh, you'll never hear any complaints from me about that, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, we're here till 9 o'clock. We're back Sunday as we do 9 to 10 Fantasy Football Sundays brought to you by Twin Peaks, Each Drink, Scenic Views. And then Sunday afternoon, uh, I guess early afternoon, we do it from 10 to noon. Should be an interesting one. I'll be bundled up in a heavy coat, sweatpants. going to be kind of chilly. I'm sure there's a lot of chili being cooked this weekend, soups, whatever there may be because of uh, the weather that is changing. So, um Kind of excited about it. Kind of like this transitional time uh, in the month of October. Obviously, you get, you know, crockpot meal season. I was talking about this earlier, robe season, uh, all sorts of things uh, that bring on this type of year. It's just a nice time. I feel like you sleep better. I feel like you sleep in more. Now, sometimes the regular, you know, the weekdays, they get a little bit tougher, right? It doesn't get bright outside until like 730, and it gets dark at 645. But that just means you can go to bed at 7. Now, I know a lot of people are probably rolling their eyes like, do you have kids? <laughs> no, uh, I understand that. Understand that. Um, but you know, I feel it. Um, I thought this was interesting. Harold Coons. He basically wrapped up everything in a minute and 18 seconds on the chiefs and their situation and their practice and who's in, who's out situation with Justin Ross, all the above. This was Harold Coons of Fox four news today coming down that Justin Ross was placed on the commissioner's exit list, meaning he cannot participate in any practice or play in any games while on the list. Andy Reid goes through the steps on how Ross is on the list and what they will do going forward. It's really to gather. It's not to prosecute and so on. So it's to 
gather information and buys time, therefore, everybody to do that. You go through the process in these situations, and they're, like I mentioned before, they're all different. And so you, you let it play out. With Justin Ross out, they welcome back Justin Watson, who's dealing with a brace on his arm. You know, everyone keeps talking about people that have worn it, you know, like uh, they'll call me Gronk or J.J. Watt, and it seems like everyone that wears those things uh, is a pretty good football player. So, you know, it hasn't stopped anyone in the past. It's not going to stop me from doing what I do. And they'll all be dealing with the very cold weather expected in Denver. Yeah. What's the best part about playing a cold weather game? Oh, it's, uh, you know, you know, you know the best part about that. <laughs> it's hard to tackle somebody that runs hard, and uh, for me. Oh, I love it. This takes me back to my college days, my high school days, playing in the snow. Uh, so it'll be cool. You know, I've seen a lot of epic games, Chiefs, Denver, and uh, it seems like it's always snowing out there. So I'm, I'm excited to be a part of one of those. Chiefs practice outside today on Friday, getting used to that cold weather as it gets set for a 325 kickoff in the Mile High City. Well, the good thing is, is that the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback is a snow game guy. He can spin in anything. Those are his words, not mine. The other good thing is that he's never lost to the Denver Broncos. In fact, he's 12-0, going for 13-0. For those of you that wonder, why is the record off if he's been the quarterback for six seasons? Because you remember the 2017 game when he went in there and played and made Albert Wilson a very rich man. 10 for 143, right? Even was like it was foreshadowing for the Denver Broncos. For those of you that, you know, don't or aren't familiar with the term foreshadowing. It's something that is shown to you in a, you know, very minute way that is actually what is going to be the end-all, be-all. One of my favorites is Jurassic Park. I don't know if you've ever noticed this or not. JT, I doubt you've ever seen Jurassic Park, the original movie that came out in 1996, 1993. Um, the very beginning, when they're getting to the park, Sam Neill, Dr. Grant, his seatbelt's all out of whack. He doesn't why doesn't understand why he has it. He's got two female ends of a, of a seatbelt in the helicopter. What does he do? He ties them together and tightens them, basically finding a way to have security and stability while they land. What is Jurassic Park built on? All female dinosaurs, but yet somehow life finds a way and they breed. Right? I don't know. They just nature will become one. Kansas City Chiefs, they put Patrick Mahomes in a meaningless week 17 game. They go to Denver. Patrick Mahomes goes out there, shows the world, okay, this guy's pretty damn good. This guy can sling it. This guy can throw it. This guy can improvise, run around. This is going to be exciting. All right, thanks for the lead, Pat. Thanks for the game. Now it's time to put in Tyler Bray. What does Tyler Bray do? Completely screw it up. And what do they have to do? Put Patrick Mahomes back in the game where he leads the team all the way down the field. They kick a field goal and the Chiefs win and Patrick Mahomes wins his first career game as a starter. And everybody goes, well, Denver had checked out. All their star players didn't play. They were all ready, you know. They were all ready for a, for a vacation. You sure about that? That's why? You sure about that? You sure about that's not why? Here's why the Chiefs win this game and you should have no issues on it one they carry a seven point spread to me that is laughable they won the last game by 11 take the seven and a half the other one is Patrick Mahomes is 16 and 0 on the road against AFC opponents now I do think that if there is a chance he would lose a game it would not be in Denver it might be in Vegas on a random game because they have a better defense, in my opinion. It might be in L.A. because they're a better team than Denver and the Raiders. But it's not going to happen in Denver. 
The other thing that's crazy about this game is that Patrick or that Andy Reid is 43 and 13 versus the AFC West, and Russell Wilson has no idea what it takes to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You throw all of that into the mix, you throw in inclement weather into the mix, and you throw in a two and five team versus a six and one team, where I think if you really, really look at it, there is a chance that this is where things start to fall off for the Denver Broncos. Because at this point, if you lose this game, you're two and six. Your season is over. The AFC West is done. There is no way you could possibly win it. Just, you can't. It's done. It's over. There's, there's no way. So your division is over. Then you look outside of your division, you think to yourself, okay, we got to win a wild card. That ain't happening either. Because the wild card is coming out of the north, and it's coming out of the east. That's where the wild cards are coming out of. And right now, there's three in the north. No, I'm sorry. There's two in the north, one division. There's two teams out of the east. There's three teams out of the north. There's one team out of the west and one team out of the south. That makes your 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 division and, and wild card winners. Nowhere in the west is a wild card team happening. Denver would then tank. And then maybe what Mark Shalaris said about Russell Wilson on the, you know, Colin Cowherd show might come to fruition. I would be shocked if Russell Wilson makes it past this year, if wow. he's the quarterback of the Denver Broncos next year. I, I would be shocked. And it's not that Russell Wilson is playing terrible football. I mean, Thursday night notwithstanding, he was bad Thursday night. But it's not that he's playing terrible football but he's not playing winning football and he's not elevating the players around him. And so from that standpoint, I think it's time to clean house and it's time to, you know, get new players. Here's my, here's my point that I talk about on my radio show and on my podcast, Paul Colin is all right. So it was Vance Joseph and it was Vance Joseph's coordinators. It was, uh, you know, it was uh, Bill Musgrave and, and Mike McCoy. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't. It was uh, Vic Fangio, and it's his offensive coordinators. It was uh, Rich Scangarello, and it was, uh, you know, uh, um, Pat Shermer. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. It was Nathaniel Hackett and, and, the, and the clown show they brought in. That was the problem. Uh, oh, no, wait, no, now it's Sean Payton. It's, he's the problem. At some point, don't you have to point to the players and say, our players aren't good enough? We don't have good enough players. We don't have guys that are professional. And I say this all the time. Just because you play a pro sport doesn't make you a professional. And the bottom line is they don't have enough professional football players on their roster. So at some point, it's time to move off those players and get different players. Again, that's Mark Shalareth, one of the more biased Raiders people or Broncos player people of all time, right? Played offensive line, won Super Bowls. Heavily biased. I mean, that's, he's, you know, that's fine. That's where he comes from. That's what he does. It's what he talks about. And he's telling you right there, hey, it ain't coaching. It ain't these guys. It's quarterback. And guess what this college graduation, or I guess this college draft is loaded with? Quarterback, right? And I get it. Russell Wilson's been better than he was last year, but that's not saying much. He was terrible in that game against the Chiefs last time they played. In fact, they were down 16-0, to and he was still trying to run and throw checkdowns. I don't care if you throw an interception down the field. At least you tried. At least you're trying to do it. Not only that, I think the other main problem with Russell Wilson and this staff and this, this, this team and this roster 
is that no one truly believes, right? Like we hear Deion Sanders all the time. Do you believe? Nah. I don't think if you put everybody in a unanimous test and said, do you trust the quarterback? And there were no names. I think 70% of that entire building would say no. And that's not me being a hater. That's not me being a, a, a biased, you know, Chiefs, you know, Kansas City sports report or sports media personality. That's not me at all. I'm just, I'm being dead serious. I think if you put everybody in a room, no names were attached to the, to the, to the papers, nobody knew what you were saying, and you said to yourself, do you trust this quarterback to lead this team? I think 70% of them would say no. Batman chimes in. Werewolf, Red Machine, Mongoose, Chiefs are going to bust the Buck and Broncos. Sign John Voigt, Dustin Hoffman. Love John Voigt. Snakes don't eat people. All right, Don. So I'll tell you this. If you really, really, really want to make money this weekend, bet the Chiefs minus seven. Parlay it. Travis Kelsey over receptions. Patrick Mahomes rushing yards. It's... I believe 23 and a half. Got to figure out how to make money on this. I really want to. Well, that's how you do it. Take the Chiefs minus seven. Coming up on the other side. We continue with after hours. There's only 30 minutes left. But where I want to go in here, I want to get you to the clear message. But I also want to debunk the famous saying of the trap game as we revisit the audio of players saying or people saying, media guys saying, possibility of a trap game. Don't believe it. time here on after hours three hours but it feels like an hour that's what i can do to you i can make you feel that comfortable maybe i'm the only one that thinks that some people are like god the show's still going hey i'm just saying we make it so much fun that it flies by that's right it's like you hang out with somebody they're like man it's already been three hours or i've already been on the phone with you for two and a half hours i don't know why it's going so fast because you're having fun because you enjoy your company because you enjoy this voice Again, tell your friends about it. You got, uh, you know, you got a phone. You know, you know where the app store is. Go download the Odyssey app. Go find After Hours. Go to our website. It's the second podcast from left to right. Alphabetically works. You think I had some sort of thought process into that? Get you a show that starts with the letter A that makes sense at where your time slot is. After Hours. It's like that dude that told me, "Hey, I got kids in the car. I got kids listening." Well, you should have told him what the name of the title of the show was. You let your kids stay and watch TV, like we're watching Sex in the City. So I'll tell you one thing, Samantha gets wild on that show. She does some wild-ass stuff, and I love Samantha. That was my first crush in my life. Well, that was the third crush in my life. My first crush was Topanga. My second crush was, uh, was well, probably Jessica Alba. And then my third crush was Samantha from Sex in the City, and that's when I knew I liked older women. And that's why I like that show. I've never missed an episode. I swear to God, I've seen every episode of Sex in the City. I almost bought the box set. Don't do that. <laughs> Werewolf, ever been in a fist fight? Negative. Would I? Depending on the situation. I don't know what, what, what raised that question. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, no. Dusty Good Show is always three things guaranteed in life. Death, taxes, and Dusty crushing it. Lance. Thank you, Lance. 
That man told me a stripper bit his face. I don't know if that's too personal of information to put on the airways, but that's intense. That is intense. What would you rather have happen? A stripper mm. bite your face or your finger get bit off? Mm. That's good. He's referring to the Richard of the Week this year, this week, which was a, a drunk lunatic in New York, 28 years old, bit the fingertip off of a police officer. Um, Man, so I don't really like strip clubs. I mean, I've, I just get too deep into my own head. I'm like, this is somebody's daughter. I don't like the smell. I don't like glitter. You can't get it out. It, it's in your eyebrow three days later, even though you've showered every day. Um, but, man, I'm going – I'm letting a stripper bite my face. I do not want someone – I could not imagine someone biting the tip off your finger. Like, you slam your finger in a car door. You know how much pain that is? Yeah, actually, because I've done it. It hurts. Yeah. yeah, imagine that times about 1,000. Somebody bit your finger off through the bone. Because actually, uh, I can't believe I'm telling this over the airways, but when I was a little kid, we were at Walmart with my family, and my mom took us to the restroom because my dad was checking out, so we had to go to the women's bathroom, Mm -hmm. and I used to slide my hand down the door, and it got shut in the back side of the door, and now my middle finger on my left hand has an abrasion because the door cut almost my whole Mm. top of my finger off. They had to put stitches through my nail. I didn't even know they could do that. Yeah, it's bad. Um, the worst thing I ever did was, have you ever seen the movie Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Yeah. So when he does the reenactment of like how the door is uh, silenced when he shuts it, opens it, shuts it, and he's like talking about how Roger Predactor uh, killed himself. Mm-hmm. I did that, and I made the mistake of holding my left hand, and I opened the slide door open, and then I slammed it shut, and my thumb took the grunt of it, took the nail completely off, um, my finger, my thumbnail looked like Kevin Spacey's face from Pay It Forward. Um, he's he uh, gets burned as a kid, and his face. I, uh, that's what my thumbnail looked like. And for like three full days, I didn't put it anywhere near water. Like I would wash my hands like four knuckles around it, and I just it was the most painful thing ever. And then it was kind of cool watching that nail regrow. Because it was like my new buddy. Like, we'd sit there, and I'd be like, all right, all right, take that Band-Aid off, let it breathe. Let's watch, you know, let's watch Naley come to life. Uh, he says she bit him on the ears, cheeks, and nose. That's just, that girl's just, she's into it. She way into it. I'll back you up in a fight, no question, El Camino. Thank you, El Camino. Thank you for that beer a while back, too. I still remember it. It's still in my room, by the way. I finished it, but the box is still in my room. So, you have that. I promise you. I had somebody over not too long ago, and they're like, why do you have a box of Bush Light in your room? I said, well, this is from a buddy of mine who listens who said, I bought you a 12-pack of Bush Light for the greatest weekend in football, which is the divisional round, or the conference championship round, AFC, AFC championship game. So, I still have that case in my room, I swear to God. Now, which, which AFC championship weekend was it? It was this past year. Okay, okay. So, it was, uh, it was uh, Cincinnati, Kansas City. The re- and, uh, the redemption one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody says, let's hit the bars and kick some ass. No, nah, I don't really want to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll have fun. I'm not going to fight. I don't want to fight. I want to I make love before I, I make people get hurt. Um, somebody asked, do I still have the lip drip, my guy? Uh, no, I don't have the mustache anymore. Full beard. Mustache was like two and a half weeks. We got rid of it. But one thing I do want to say is uh, – don't be uh, don't be concerned about this game. 
It's not a trap game that doesn't exist with a team like this. It really doesn't. It, it, it just doesn't happen. If you don't, if you don't believe me, maybe you'll believe James Palmer, one of the more handsome guys you've ever seen on the NFL Network. Maybe for another organization, honestly. I mean, I, with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, I just don't know how you fall into trap games. Like, those two just don't really let that happen. Um, and when you have sustained success like they have, and you have a, you know, like I mentioned, the continuity earlier in this conversation, it's really hard, in my opinion, for the Chiefs to fall into trap games. Now, do I think there's the ability for Denver to actually play well? Yeah, and, and potentially win the game? I do think that exists. I don't think in terms of a trap game that this would be like they're taking the Broncos lightly, if that makes sense, because they know what happened less than two weeks ago, roughly, and they know you know how well Denver played. You saw one of the worst performances of Russell Wilson's career out there. If they're able to force a turnover or two, which I think they can, and they get a short field and a quick score, like, yeah, I, I do think Denver has a chance, but I don't think it's a trap game because Denver's a little bit better than probably people think, and I don't think that the Chiefs ever think of things in terms of trap games. I just think Denver does have the ability to potentially win, not a trap game. Not a trap game. Doesn't exist. Coaches like Andy Reid and quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes don't let those things happen. In fact, Binkley gave you the stat tonight, 40 straight games without losing by more than four. Patrick Mahomes has only been blown out three times in his career. Once against Buffalo, once against the Tampa Bay Bucks, and once against the Tennessee Titans. Three times. Been in the league six years. Three damn times. He has never lost on the road. This team is always prepared. That's why I had the argument the other night um, about why I don't understand how Andy Reid can't win coach of the year. I just It baffles me, right? It just it blows my mind because... The fact that Dan Campbell is the favorite, but Dan Campbell just got blown out. There's your eight runs, JT. But Dan Campbell just got blown out by the Ravens, which lets me know he didn't have his team prepared, which means he wasn't coaching up to the standards. But because he's having a good year and he's a good guy, they're going to let Dan Campbell win coach of the year, but not Andy Reid, who's doing this with this offense, with this team yet again. Andy Reid doesn't allow his team to not be prepared. If he does, it's only been three times during the Mahomes era. And one of those times, Patrick Mahomes' entire offensive line was beat up, his entire team was hurt, and he was running for his life in the Super Bowl against a team that had a really good defensive line. Don't believe in trap games. Don't let that guy at the office or at your job or in the the restaurant business be like, I don't know, man, Denver has nothing to lose. Yeah, if they win, they lose a draft pick. Like, as in a selection, they want as low as possible. They want Caleb Williams. They want Drake May. They want a quarterback. They ain't getting that. They mess it up and beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a team that they can lose to and nobody questions it. Now, if they would have lost to the Bears, they'd have been like, all right, what's Denver doing? What's Denver doing? They lose to the Chiefs. Eh. They should have lost that game. We wrap this show up on the other side. Get out of here on a Friday night. I've got wine to drink, but I want to get into my final thoughts, things that missed the cut. For JT, I'm Dusty Likens. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. Final segment here on After Hours. We always kind of do this towards the end as we do uh, my final thoughts, which is stuff that 
doesn't quite make the rundown. Maybe it just isn't appropriate. I mean, by content-wise, not like it's, you know, me. I'll talk about whatever. Um, but we just kind of have a couple stories that maybe we missed out on. Maybe there's a, uh, you know, interesting story that's got, you know, two or three minutes on it, not a whole, you know, five to ten-minute segment. And uh, this one is perfect because JT's reaction to it earlier today was classic. And we know that baseball is, you know, part of baseball's concessions, right? You think about football. I mean, I don't know, outside of Kansas City, you don't really think about concessions. By the way, 5-3 the score in the Game 1 World Series matchup between Arizona and Texas. Uh, yes, you get free tacos from Taco Bell. That's probably going to be on Halloween night. There was a stolen base. 5-3, the over-under this game was 7.5. Uh, so congratulations to over-betters in this game, but... Uh, one of my little notes or my, you know, final thoughts was on this World Series game, which, you know, tough to, you know, talk about because there's really no, I guess there's really no interest in it for me. I don't really care if Texas wins. I don't care if Arizona wins. Really, I just, I don't have any issue with it. Um, but they are having, the Rangers are selling a $250 sandwich at the World Series. Now, this thing is huge. Okay, it's it's massive. And if you went with, you know, four of your bros, you know, you're all probably pitching in on it. And this sandwich that is $250 includes two-foot-long lobster roll, two-foot-long loaded hot dog, and two-foot-long beef patty with toppings, mini ham- helmet with utensils. And on this loaded hot dog, so it's two, it looks like it's two different, like, things. And it looks like on the hot dog, they've got onion rings, jalapenos, nacho cheese, mustard, whatever, and onions. And then on the lobster roll, it just looks absolutely, it's called a three-strike lobster roll. Two-foot-long lobster roll, two-foot-long loaded hot dog, two-foot-long beef patty with toppings, mini helmet with the utensils you need. So you get all the whatever. You and, like, four of your boys going in there and never doing stuff like this and crushing any of something like that? Or are you more just like, give me nachos, give me a Polish, and leave me alone? I mean, if it was my old self, I'd be like, heck, yeah, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, nah, I wouldn't do that. I'd just be like, I'm more of a person that gets those, like, nachos in the helmet when you go to the Royals game. Yeah. And I, I share that with my girlfriend, and I'm like, all right, that's chill. Let's yeah. go. That's nice. I couldn't I, do that, though. I'm normally big eat-before-I-go guy. Or eat when I get home, DoorDash guy, because I'm too inebriated to drive. I've ridden with someone who stayed sober or took an Uber home um, and decided that I will go home and, and continue this. Because you never really stay for a full baseball game anymore, do you? It's normally like, ah, sixth inning, seventh inning, I'm going to get out of here. I got the souvenir. I got the giveaway. All right, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I've seen him hit twice. This game is three to one. I'm going to get out of here at eight o'clock and get home by 830 and call tonight. Uh, something else, a final thought with a touchdown catch on Sunday. Travis Kelsey will tie Jason Witten for fifth all-time in receiving touchdowns by a tight end. Uh, Travis Kelsey has 73. Jason Witten has 74. Antonio Gates has 116. The question that would have been, does Travis Kelsey catch Jason Witten? You would assume that Kelsey will probably be at 80 by the end of this year, which means he would then be 36 behind Antonio Gates for most all time. I don't necessarily want him to catch Antonio Gates, and I honestly wouldn't be mad if he caught Tony Gonzalez, who has 111. I just want him to catch Gronk. 
because Gronk's got 92. And Kelsey is 19 touchdowns behind that. He'll clearly pass Gronk eventually one day. But it's always been, who's the GOAT? Travis Kelsey? Rob Gronkowski. I think the answer is clearly Travis Kelsey. I mean, obviously he's done more, at least for me, with the game than he has anything else. And the other thing that's awesome, because I did just get my tickets to Blink-182 for August 9th. I don't know if you saw this video, JT, and I don't know if you follow Blink-182, but they just did a pop-up concert at a Denny's. That's right. Tom, Travis, Mark, probably shooting a video, probably doing whatever. But Blink-182 recreating the What the Blank is Up Denny's video rocks. So they set it up, but they literally went to a Denny's in their like late 40s, early 50s and just rocked it out. I'm not a big Denny's fan. I would be that night. But uh, I don't know who these people are, but it sounds like you, you like Blink-182 is? No. And last but not least in my final notes, I don't know if you saw this but a ghost supposedly made a man drink whiskey. You know that show Ghost Hunters? Yeah. This guy said there was a spirit in there, and he was putting thoughts in his head that he needed to drink this whiskey. It was a bottle of Jameson, a shot glass, and he said the ghost kept telling him to pour another shot and take another shot. He took three shots in about ten minutes, and he said it wasn't him, that there was a spirit there that was telling him to take those shots. I say that every night. I say it all the time. It ain't me, man. It's this spirit in the night trying to tell me to keep drinking, tell me to keep lowering the bottle, lower and low. It ain't going to be a spirit tonight. It's going to be my own damn self having a nice little glass of wine on the patio, having a nice little music session. Because I went to the 1975 concert uh, Wednesday night, and I'm going to plug their set list into my phone and listen to it and see what I liked more. 1989, probably for me on the way home tonight. Yeah, a little T-Swift. T-Swift. Yeah. Girlfriend's, like, impressed that I know what happened. But it, it also helps when you get spammed with a text message about it. Mm. Yeah, I like T-Swift. I don't mind T-Swift. I got a lot of songs of hers and playlists. Thanks to Jay Binkley for hanging out. Coming in at 6.15. Hello there, 913. Rock on Wolfman. Rock on yourself, man. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight on the text line. Thanks to everybody that uh, participated in the out of left field question, as you always do. JT, thanks for all your help, man. I appreciate that. Always, Uh, always. Hey, I got a question. You're a big wine guy. Mm -hmm. Did you get any of the Dom from Cody and Gold? No. Wow. That's champagne, too, by the way. Oh, it is? Mm -hmm. Ah, See, I don't know nothing. You know why you can only call champagne champagne? Why? If it's made in Champagne, France. Oh. JT, I'm Dusty Like It's Kansas City. Go out and do nice things for people. You don't know what it'll do to their week, day, month, or year. It's cool to care. Nice things can change the vibe of people in a day. Um, Stay safe, Kansas City. Stay warm. We'll talk to you Sunday at 9 a.m. for the Fantasy Football Show, and then we'll do two hours after hours. I'm Dusty Like It's Good night, Kansas City.